Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And we're from Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the entire Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. Like the minute when Principal Strickland becomes a vigilante hero of the wasteland after Biff takes over Hill Valley in the alternate 1985 timeline. I I don't... Wait, I don't I don't remember. Or that. the minute where we learn that Dr. Emmett Brown is secretly the saxophone king of Hill Valley. Hold on. When when did that or when did that happen? When we slowly start to realize that George McFly may have murdered both of his parents. Okay. Now I don't I don't remember that being in the movies. Well, Scott, that's because none of those things are actually in the movies, but it's all stuff that we talk about on Back to the Future Minute. Back to the Future Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one snow-filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 116, which starts with Legolas squinting into the wind and the snow and ends with um, more wind battering <laughs> the mountain and that really quick pan up right before the start of the next minute tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Uh, ne- the uh, the next minute starts with a bang, one might say. Uh, yeah. Does it go out with a whimper? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't uh, have my notes in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared. So one of the things about this minute that I think is really cool is the like the spell casting that's going on between Saruman and Gandalf, mm-hmm. uh, where they're kind of they're shouting at each other from miles and miles away, right? And controlling the weather around them. So they're speaking Elvish. Which is ridiculous. That's like yes. OP. Like, like, doesn't Harry Potter talk about, like, controlling the weather with magic and, like, how nobody does that because it's just ridiculous? Uh, it's very dangerous, it's, too, I would say. There's, like, so much. You know, for for someone who doesn't want a lot of flashy magic, this is pretty flashy. Yeah, I know, you know, Saruman standing up on top of the tower and the sky is darkening because of his words, you know. Yelling into the sky, basically. Yeah. This is, uh, this is pretty up there as far as like big scale magic is concerned. But they're, uh, they're speaking Elvish, specifically, uh, Kenya, Mm. which is the, like the older Elvish. Are you sure that's? Or Quenya, however you say it. I mean, like, I don't know if it's the older... It is Quenya. Quenya. It's pronounced Quenya. I know it's not Kenya. That's like the... <laughs> That's a place. <laughs> Quenya. Well, you know, it's, it it sounds like they're saying Kenya when they say it with their, uh, their New Zealand accent. Oh, that's true. Uh, but... This wiki that I'm looking at has the W sound, so... so yeah, Quenya. Huh. I don't is know it, if it's the older... Because I believe... I think uh, I think Quenya is the uh, like the high elven, and Sindarin is the... 
not low elven, but Sonaran is like the language the of like elves. the forest elves. Um, and I think Quenya is the language of like the high elves. And then there's an even older form of elvish, I think. Yes. It says, from the second age on, Quenya was also used ceremonious, ceremonially by the men of Numenor and their descendants in Gondor for the official names of kings and queens. Yeah, there you go. Oh. So yeah, it is the older it is the older um form of Elvish and um Sindarin is like the the newer form. So I think when anyone is speaking in Elvish conversationally in the movie, it's Sindarin. Um because this says by the third age it basically had the same status as Latin. In, so it would only be used, like, super formally? Yeah, like the church, or, um, in this case, magic, um, or ceremonially. Yeah. Um, uh, in the in the book in this area, Gandalf actually mentions, uh, when he's in Moria, on the way to Moria, that he used to know all the, like, spells and passwords and all the languages of elves, men, and orcs, mm -hmm. which I think is, like, an interesting thing to just kind of pull out and think about. Uh, but he mentions specifically he doesn't know Dwarvish because dwarves don't teach anybody. Well, yeah, because they're xenophobic. They're all secretive. <laughs> so the, these spells are in Quenya, which is a nice touch that they continue to use these, you know, use the elven language for all this magical stuff. And there's a, uh, I'm not going to call it a mistake, but maybe like an oversight on the digital effects department's part in this scene where they pan by Saruman and his bandaged finger is quite visible. I mean... I feel like that's something they probably would have touched up if they had noticed. Or if they had... They have a three and a half hour movie, though. Yeah. You know? They're going to miss things. Like the car. The car. <laughs> like the car. <laughs> yes. And I think unless you're actually looking for it, it's not necessarily yeah. something that you would notice. Yeah. But, you know, having watched the same 60 seconds of footage, like three times in a row... You notice yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, in some things we just don't notice. Like, I think when we were watching it before, we didn't quite notice the uh, the bow bumping the camera right. or whatever. Yeah. That whole, that whole bit. Into the wilds. <laughs> into the wilds. Whack. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is another one of those scenes that was filmed, at least in part, by Fran Walsh. Oh, nice. Uh, mostly by John Mahaffey, but Fran also did some of the filming for this. Uh, uh, and the directing, you mean? Not the yeah, direct, directing, not filming. Yeah. Directing. There's a difference. Yes, there is. I know. <laughs> I know there is. Uh, so, and around the same time, the reason that Peter wasn't doing this is because around the time that they were filming this stuff mm -hmm. is when he was carrying the Olympic torch in Sydney. I, I forgot that that was even a thing that happened. Like, I didn't even, because I was so young at the time. When was that, 2000? Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. Uh. I forgot Australia had an Olympics, and I'm sorry, <laughs> Australian listeners, but <laughs> I was like 10, so cut me some slack. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of technical information about this uh, this miniature too. This is the first. This is like one of the first big miniature shots that they did. This is a 14th scale miniature, but it's still the mountain. Yes. Wow. The pass itself, like yeah. for the wide shots, is a miniature, but it's still like 27 feet tall. 
That's insane. Like, you know, it's nine meters. So like closer to 30 feet tall. Oh, my God. Well, a meter is like what? Roughly three feet? Yeah, three feet, three inches. Yeah. So. Just about. All right. Math. That's yeah. like, you know, 28 feet. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, we're we're car- we're talking about like a nearly thirty foot tall miniature, mm-hmm. and that's fourteenth scale. So like when we talk about the scale of some of the miniatures in this movie, thirty feet is a fourteenth the height it's supposed to be. That's ridiculous. So, what is thirty times fourteen? So that would be that's a lot. That would be uh, that's over four hundred feet. Yeah, is how tall that pass is supposed to be, like that they're kind of representing here. So when you say pass, do you mean like? The peak of the mountain and to where they're at, or yeah, like the whole like cliffside. Okay, that whole bit is a miniature. What is it? Thirty, and it's made out of uh, urethane and some material called a dacron, and uh, the snow is wax on the miniature itself. Yeah, okay, like white dyed wax. That's cool. Like make it look like snow. Effect because the wax, it's not um, super matte. You know, it doesn't have like a matte finish. Yeah. And and snow wouldn't have a matte finish. No. So it kind of glistens a little bit with the wax. That's really cool. And everyone on this shoot complained about the fake snow. Yeah. It's kind of Although some of this is real and next uh, in the next couple of minutes, you'll be able to point out a couple of I, I can point out to you a couple of the places where it's real snow versus fake snow yeah. and a combination of the two. Well, I think because we start off with real snow, uh, like yeah. last week, all of that is filmed in real snow. So that scene compared now to this one, you can totally tell it's the yeah. fake bubble snow. Like this. this yeah. They um they apparently tried lots and lots of different uh, compositions to get the snow right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry Osborne talks a lot about it. It's a mixture of like bicarbonate of soda and salt, some amount of water, uh, glass microspheres. Oh my god! Uh, polystyrene. Because they're trying to, they they were really trying to find some mixture that would clump like snow when they wanted to clump, but would also stay kind of light. Right. Uh, and everyone basically complains about it. Sean Assing complains about breathing it in. Well, yeah, it's like glass. And, and uh, plastic. Right. And uh, Orlando Bloom complains about not being able to, like, really close his eyes during these whippy scenes with it because mm-hmm. he's not supposed to right. feel the cold because he's an elf. Well, yeah. And he's supposed to, you know, what what do your elf eyes see? Yeah. You know, like this minute opens with him squinting into the ether. So, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a lot going on in this minute on the technical side of things. There's a lot so, to, to point out. OK, I know. Which is cool. I love this stuff. I know that. There's a lot of technical stuff, but once again, I'm going to veer off. So what do you think Legolas had to roll on his perception check to figure out that Saruman was yelling into the sky? <laughs> to, to hear Saruman's yeah, voice on the- Yeah, fell <laughs> voice on the air. Like, can you- <laughs> like, <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> there it is. It just, like, licks the finger, puts it up in the sky. Right? Well, I mean, like- that hmm. what is what is even that perception modifier like 30 like base I have no 30 idea. I have and no then idea. you roll like a nat 20 it's like oh yeah roll perception oh you hear very clearly this old man screaming hundreds of miles away into the air and making the weather terrible old man yells at clouds <laughs>
That's that's what this boils down to. Oh my god. Saruman yelling at the clouds. Old man yells at cloud. That's the that's the name of the episode. One of the um <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm sorry, we're meme loving trash. Like yes. Um the one of the other things I think is really cool about this whole spellcasting thing too, though, is this idea, like from the book, and Tolkien does this a lot. He also does this with like Tom Bombadil and Old Man Willow, mm-hmm. is this idea that whenever you're using magic that has to do with nature, and this happens with Arwen as well in the in this movie when mm-hmm. she's like Summoning kind of the water horses, right? They're not commanding the elements; they're asking. They're asking. Yeah. So when Saruman is kind of like yelling at at uh, Cardras. He's trying to convince the mountain to be angry. He's not telling it to be angry. He's just like, hey, dude, wake up. There's these there's these little snots crawling around on you. You don't want that. Go on, take care of that. Hmm. Take care of that for me. And Gandalf is like trying to convince the mountain to go back to sleep the way that Tom Bombadil does with Old Man Willow. Right. Huh. Like if you listen, you can hear both of them say Caradras. Car- yeah. Caradras, Caradras. They say it both ways in the movie. I don't know. I don't know which way is correct. We should. We should. <laughs> also, as far as the Elvish language, if we're not pronouncing something correctly, please like let send us, know. us an email or you know get a hold of us because yeah. we would like to pronounce things correctly. I'm not a linguist by any <laughs> Nor imagination. Am I. So I'm going off basically what would make sense in my brain and what the internet says. Yeah. So <laughs> the stuff that I like, the the stuff that I know for sure has to do with like specific callouts in notes and like the Silmarillion and that sort of thing. Yeah. Telling you that like C's at the beginning of Elvish names are K sounds. Right. That sort of thing. Like Celeborn. Like Celeborn. Yeah. Celebrimbor. <laughs> Kurdan. Yeah. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah. What's up with that? We'll talk about that more. Right. Someday. More. <laughs> well, I mean, Lothlorien. Yeah. There's lots of elves there. Yes. Indeed. I think we've, uh, I think we've mined this minute pretty well. Ha ha! Ha ha! Pun! Almost. <laughs> Almost. We're getting there. One week off. So close. <laughs> yeah, so far away. <laughs> um, so we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Um, check us out. All of our, uh, Contact information, email, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, is on the post on the site. Um, and you should also check us out on Patreon. Um, you can access that from duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. And see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.